Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Denasia, and I am a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver, working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. Season 5 is here, and we cannot wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hi guys, welcome to season six. Hi everyone, welcome back. A long time no see. Or here. Or here, unless you've been binging our latest or greatest episodes and maybe it might be, you know, back to back. But welcome to anyone that's new to us. We are type A black girls. Yeah, we're grown. We are in corporate, about to hit our first year. And we started this, right, our last year of college. So... One year in post-grad and life is good. You know, there have been some, you know, we don't say ups and downs here, but there have mm. been some peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys, well. some mountains and some rivers, but we, 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 we get in there. Okay. Yeah, we made it through. We're, we're literally about to hit um, our one year, me and six, six or seven days in Indonesia in about a month and a half. So um, yeah, but that'll be fun. But before we get into the funness that is going to be this first episode, it's going to be a very fun topic and some life updates because there's been a lot in this off season. Um, and it's going to give you guys some updates on what type A has for this season. Yeah, guys. So, and I mean, excuse our awkwardness with this episode. I feel like every time we jump back into filming after our off season, we're like, hey guys, <laughs> like a little nervous. <laughs> so we're trying to break the ice again because for us, it's been like, it's been over a month. Yeah, we've this was this has been the best off season that I've ever had. Yeah, ever. like we we really took our time to really like disconnect and like take time for ourselves this off season, which I feel like helps because we come back more refreshed for y'all. So, um, speaking of things that happened over off season, though, we were definitely still working because we wouldn't be Type A girlies unless we didn't something work got done. Exactly. Um, it's really miss make it happen over here. Like we really be grinding. So our mm-hmm. first update we have for you guys is that we have a new group me. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to kind of create more of a community with our type A black girls. And we already have a lot of y'all on Instagram and y'all listen to us and are so interactive. But we realized like if there's a type A girl, type A black girl in your city or in, even in your state, like you should have a chance to meet them and maybe build friendships and kind of make it more of like a network and a family for us where yeah. you guys can talk to each other. Cause we can talk to you directly, but you can't talk amongst each other unless you're like adding each other in the comments of our Instagram post. Exactly. So we really wanted to find a way to make that happen. And we feel like group me is the best option. Yeah. Um, we don't got to worry about no big group chats with green messages and somebody got this phone. Somebody don't got that phone. Like group mm-hmm. me is a very, Standard option. So yeah. we have a link tree 
And um, I can link it inside this uh, episode bio as well. But we have a link tree on our Instagram where you guys can follow the first link to join our group me. Um, And yeah, it's it's already been some good conversation in there. Like um, y'all introducing yourselves, saying where you're from. And I think there's been a couple people that are in the same state or even in the same city. So that alone is like the peak of what we wanted. Um, And that honestly brings us into our next update, which is the fact that we're starting a book club. So (laughs) all of our reading type A black girlies, like you're welcome. Mm -hmm. Um, If you followed us on our Instagram page during off season, we had a vote for one of four books that would be chosen. And you guys voted for the book. One of us is lying, which is from what I'm reading um, through. I have not read it, like cracked it open yet from what I read on, on Goodreads. um, It's like a mystery thriller type vibe. Um, Our second best. (laughs) <laughs> what was our second option? Our second runner-up uh, was... I think that was The Seven, seven Husbands. Yeah, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. So that mm-hmm. one honestly could be our next read, but our first read so far is One of Us is Lying. Yeah. Um, so if you're ready to join and you want to be engaged, we're going to have three meetings. There's three different parts to the book. So we're going to have three meetings. And as you guys listen to this season, we'll update you on where you should be. Um, like episode three will tell you you should be done with the first quarter or first half um and we'll have meetings to discuss that and we'll also post about that in our group me because there's actually a book club tab in our group me where we'll be solely talking about the book club so think of it as like a camaraderie thing you know get to know the rest of type a black girlies and we're really excited because this book seems good and this will actually hold us accountable because man i've been buying books and they really just sit on the dresser looking cute and that's what a lot of the girlies were saying. They were like, honestly, I'm going to be having a physical book so that I can actually read the book that has been on my bookshelf for years. And I'm like, wow, I didn't, I'm buying books like that. So I don't really have that. But I do have a few books that are just collect and dust. Literally. And for me, I have to have the physical book because I like to see my progress. I like to put that bookmark in there and be like, oh, yeah, I read this many pages today and I got this many tomorrow. Like, that really motivates me. So some girlies were saying they, they had an ebook. Some girlies are audiobooks, And for me, I'm a physical book. So and I did find a PDF. So I'll go ahead and put the PDF in. Well, I'll figure we'll figure out how to put it in the link tree because I'm all about trying to find something for free. So I found a PDF for one of us is lying. And if you guys don't want to buy the book, you guys can read it for free. Because um, at the end of the day, inflation is high. So if you don't you can't buy a book just and you want to buy some groceries or if things are tight, because Lord knows I know that, that point in life. Um, reach out to me or look in the link tree and the, and the file should be in there. Facts. We're in a recession, baby. So whatever you got to do to reach a book, we got you. Yeah. Um, and with that, our final reminder is if you're watching this on YouTube, you already accomplished half the goal. We're trying to reach 200 subscribers soon. We're already mm-hmm. at 121, which mm-hmm. is honestly impressive because last season we was hammered it in. Like, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like, that we part. we did not <laughs> let y'all rest on that one. So great job, guys. We're so happy yeah. we made 100, but you know, on to bigger and better things. We're going Never. to 200. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on Spotify and Apple, uh, if you go on YouTube and go to type a black girls, we have this actually with our faces, which yeah. I think is better because we'd be having a lot of expressions. Like, yeah, like it makes lot. the experience better. <laughs> oh, I, no, absolutely. And the girlies have even agreed like, Oh, this, this is that girl. So Next. listen, listen on your way to work or, watch it when you're doing on youtube when you're doing a wash day 
either way, just make sure it gets listened to. That's really yeah. all it is. That's all we ask. That's and all. with that, I mean, you guys haven't really heard from us in a while and like our life and what's been going on. So we're going to take a little more time today to go through our our rosebud and thorn because yeah. we haven't spoken to you guys in a minute. And if you guys are new here, your rose is something good that happened throughout your week. Your thorn is something bad throughout your week. And your bud is what you're looking forward to next week. So Absolutely. moms, do you want to tell us about what's been going on? Yes. Okay. So typically we'll do like we, we, we typically do like a catch-up episode, but we have a lot of fun episodes this 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 season, and we just didn't have room for a catch-up episode. So for Rose, um, this has been the best off-season we've had yet. Like, this is the off-season where we were able to film a filler because life mm-hmm. is hectic, you know? But during this off-season, like, I've been, I did, I've been looking at Pinterest boards and just finding different yoga poses to do every morning. Um, I've been getting some really good naps in. Like the fact that like, I don't have to ping Danasia every Sunday to be like, well, now I do, but hey, what time and what day worked for you? Because, you know, so I get some really good sleep, some really good naps in. I've been drinking green smoothies, like spinach, pineapple, banana, Mm. and then like some random berry. And I've, I've def I can fit into the pants that I wasn't able to fit in before because moving in with Dammy, girl, <laughs> I gained some weight. Now I don't have a scale, so I don't know, but because my jeans will tell me. The jeans will tell it all. And I was like, if y'all don't know, I'm like kinda like a cheapskate and buying all new clothes once you get once you hit your second puberty is very freaking expensive. And figuring out what size you are in different brands. So I figured that out, but I don't want to buy no more new clothes, especially no more new jeans, because I just, I don't want to do it. So my, my whole goal was just to fit into my jeans and I was able to do it. And I was like, when I sit down, I don't want to, I just unbutton my pants. Like mm-hmm. just like, that's very no coops, no decorum, but like, I, I can't breathe that I literally can't breathe. So, um, I can fit into my pants and I was like, Oh, this is such a great feeling. Like I've never, this has been like one of the first times where I'm like, like losing weight, gaining weight, like. If I eat bad for a week, I'm not fitting into the pants. That's really what it is. So it's just like, okay, I just need to be consistent with the f- food that I eat. And I don't need to go on like an extreme diet. I just have to eat good now because my weight is actually, I'm actually, I have a woman body, um, unfortunately. And I'm mean, depending, depending on what, what outfit we're wearing is the, is the unfortunately part. Um, what is it? Uh, my ears, I have been complaining about my ears since freaking the Miami pod. Um, and that was, I think, season three. And I don't think a lot of people were taking me seriously. Like, I was like, y'all, like, my ear, like, I really can't hear. And, like, I, every night, I'll either watch Modern Family or Boss Burgers. The nation knows about Boss Burgers or, or New Girl. New- <laughs> Listen to the New York episode and you'll understand. But um, I typically will go to sleep and I would have to, wa- like, watch, listen to Modern Family on, like, 25 not anything anything below 10 I could not hear it just felt like there were just sounds but I didn't know what was going on I got an ear infection last week and that's why we weren't able to film last week and I went to urgent care hand my health insurance no copay thank the lord shout out to the big c aka cisco like that is my girl I loved health insurance for real and um because it was about to be 180 to see me if I didn't have it I was like that's just to flush out my ears. They ended up flushing out my ears. I had so much ear blockage. I could felt like I could hear blades of grass. It truly was insane. I walked out of that urgent care. was like, 
y'all y'all be hearing like this like i was hearing sounds and my ears are honestly very sensitive right now just because like i've never been able to hear like this for like a year and a half so my ears my ears are amazing um i went to my first adult wedding that was definitely something it was beautiful like it was just like wow like the the dad both dads were like just doing very sentimental speeches and i was just like this is just so heartfelt like it was so beautiful and like there was a lot happening before but by the time of the wedding i was just like this is just genuinely so beautiful got to wear a wedding guest dress and honestly i was lit you feel me um polyester is a fabric that does not give so if you have hips and there's no zipper i just learn from me okay i have i'm more hippier for a skinny person like i don't have like body banging vibe hips but for for the stick that i was before oh there goes my light for the stick i was before yeah my hips are not give uh my hips just it took five minutes to put on 10 minutes to take off let's just say that um and yeah lola was like hey, where's the bottom i'm like just put it down like that was a yeah that <laughs> <laughs> so um and finally for my last rose i cut my hair lola helped me uh blow dry it and i was like this is the straightest it's going to get until i do a silk press and i there was never a time i was doing a silk press on myself so mm-hmm. i just cut it and that's why you see it's a little bit shorter i literally have to stretch it with these like really stretchy rubber bands or else it really does give boy like little nine-year-old boy so um and y'all know i love my um not my twist outs i love my mini twists so it really don't help the cost of me looking like a little boy um but i'm going to vibes in the park this weekend and it's basically where all the black people in denver go to a park and there's like vendors and everybody just is kind of lit i i honestly am assuming it's kind of like a smaller more um wider even though it's even though it's black people i feel like it's gonna be wider every everyday people i I, i'm assuming it's going to be like that and my and my twin brothers that like i just linked up with and just met um for the first time since i was like 14 or 15 are gonna come with me so very excited so like uh, this off season has just been like very familial like the fact that i was able to be in the midst of my little brothers for the first time since I was a teenager and like we're all grown now and like understand their personalities and meeting their significant others. Like it's been really amazing. Um, and then what is it? Uh, I have a bachelorette that I'm planning for Kelly. Kelly's getting married and that has been something, but I just bought the flights and I have a lot of flights. Like I have Kelly's bachelorette. I have, Girl, I have Mexico. Gonna, I didn't buy that because I'm, I have a work off site and I'm seeing my coworkers for the first time in person and I cannot wait because what does y'all bodies look like? You know what I mean? What do your bodies look like? So very our, excited. Our first why would you say that of the season? Because <laughs> why would you say that? <laughs> if you're remote, you get it. Like I've only seen two of my direct coworkers' bodies. Like I, I need to know the body that I imagine in my head is actually what your body look like. And if you know, you know vibes. Um, and then what other fights? I'm going to a Virgin Voyages cruise for my birthday, and I'm going on a carnival cruise. I've been a very non-proponent. I don't even know what to call it. I have been a hater of carnival because everything I've seen has not been good. But my mm-hmm. sister convinced the group chat to go from Virgin Voyages to carnival because it's way cheaper. 
like the entire cost of carnival, including excursions, would be the same price as the base cost of a virgin, which makes mm-hmm. sense. It does, but I was just like, it's just, I hate the smell of weed, and I just know that boat is going to smell like marijuana. And marijuana truly gives me a headache, the smell of it, anyway. So I just, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Um, but on to my thorn, Mexico is, <laughs> I might just have to be like this the entire time because I, I don't know. Um, but, and Kelly said when she went on her carnival cruise, the, the boat was speeding on the water. Like I already am motion sick. Um, it's giving when we were in Miami and our boat driver was driving drunk. Like <laughs> Miami <laughs> was definitely a time. Like I'm definitely, and the thing is for Kelly's bachelorette, we, I, um, we have this big like like mini yacht and i'm so excited that there were enough people to come to where the cost broken down really wasn't that bad so very excited for that but mexico was also a thorn because i told y'all last last season that i was gonna go to um arizona with my friend evan for his birthday to go see beyonce but the mexico trip is the week of beyonce and i was just like uh well well, frick, and I'm like, do I do I want to go to Kansas and go see Beyonce just like as a like a, as a small trip? I don't know. I've been talking to Lola about it to see if we want because like what's in Kansas, but also those are the cheapest tickets out of all the the remaining cities that where I'm going to be in town. So um, or not on a trip. So I don't know. We'll see. Fingers crossed. But there are some like y'all know I don't. I be listening to like you know. White people music for real. So I have Eloise coming up, very excited, and um, Men I Trust. Oh my gosh, I, they have been, they have really been saving me. Bruno Major, I have a concert coming up. I'm going to go see Six Lack. Like I have concerts coming up for sure. Six Lack for Lola's birthday, and we're meeting him. So very excited for that. Um, but yeah, finally, my final thorn is I've realized I can only be consistent for two weeks. The the week after the two weeks after my period, I can I I was doing yoga. I was I was waking up early. I was doing yoga. I was listening to the Bible. I was doing my green drinks. I was going on my. I was doing walks and yoga. I was taking two showers a day. Oh my gosh, that the amount of underwear you go through when you taking that many showers, like oh my gosh, like the just laundry up the butt, like crack. Just how many, how many were we taking before? I was only taking one shower a day. You take two showers a day? One in the morning, one at night. No, I don't take one in the morning, one in the night. I take one in the night or one in the morning. What? You take two showers a day? That's so much time. It's literally like 15 minutes. Oh, I think I'm just lazy. I can't, I literally it was moms it was so much out of my day. So 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 if you go outside, I don't go outside. If I go on my walks, obviously I'm taking a shower after. But if I don't go on my walks, I take a shower that night or that morning. If I sweat at night, yeah, I'll take one in the morning. But my typical is I take one every single night. So like I'll I'll have my day, I'll go on my walk, take my shower, but during those first those two weeks. I was going full, wake up, yoga, shower, work, go on my walk, shower, dinner, then do it all over again. 
it was that was that's too much time. See, I can understand if maybe there's one day you're in the house and you're like, oh, was I didn't do much today, so I only took one. But moms, I'm, I work from home. I don't leave the house. Do you-, you can see we just had we really just like <laughs> like this was news to me. Like I literally did not know that. I I just my my mind is just trained to take two a day. Like what? Even if I don't sweat, I'm like, mm, I feel like I should take one. Oh yeah, but you, you, you have a little bit of OCD tendencies more than me, though. And you, you, you go outside. You're an outside girl. I, I'm I going outdoors. I'm not getting in my bed sweaty. I don't. I, I don't think I left the house in three days. Okay, well that'll do. It. Okay, that makes me feel better. I thought you meant like, like <laughs> we are literally showering once. And I was Mom. like, moms, do, like, I oh, to, no. do I have to cut this part out? Like, I literally, <laughs> I literally in my head, like, hey. No, no, I literally, like, today, I, what, did I take a shower this morning? Oh, well, I'm on my period. So, yeah, I, okay, well, yeah, period. Obviously, I'm taking showers twice a day because it's, I, you just feel so yucky. Yeah. But I, but, like. I, I guess there is that week where I really don't go out. Like I have, I have no energy to do life. Like even this episode is truly, and the thing is like, and I, this is going to, this is going to hurt you. I, this is going to hurt you. Okay. I'm going to prep you. Okay. The girlies that are, that are, um, what is it? Depressed. They don't take shower for two, three days. And I didn't, I didn't realize that I know there's been points in my life where I'm like, I literally don't have energy to do anything. Like I just lay in bed. Yeah, that is me during my, I, I wish if, I wish there was just like a tablet that I could just like ingest and then that would be clean. I really think that would save a lot of lives and a lot of smells, I will say. But. Yeah, well, depression <laughs> is different. I'm talking yeah. about day to day, we feel a mentally stable life. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Day to day, mentally stable. Um, dep- it really, it really depends on the day. But I'm not like, I'm taking a shower in the morning and I'm taking a shower at night. Because at the end of the day. What am I going to choose before anything? Sleep. And comfort. So, like, I, shocked? I really don't know why, but at the end of the day, you do be, take, you do be taking a lot of showers. Uh, I take maybe, two. We should, maybe we should do a poll. I take two. We should do a poll. How often y'all shower? <laughs> <laughs> it's giving, um... It's giving B Simone. Oh. Remember when she was like, remember when she was like, I really don't shower. And everybody was like, No, no, no. It it absolutely never gave that. It never gave that. It's just like, yeah, I, I shower. I think I've always showered once a day. Unless I'm going somewhere and like it's a need. Yeah. It's pretty I I it's a pretty accurately once a night. Yeah. Because it's right after my walk, like, and I've been pretty freaking consistent. This is the first week out of the three, three something months I've been here where I've been like, I have no energy to go on, go on a walk. So that's when I take a shower in the morning. Mm. But yeah, basically what I'm saying is I can only be consistent for two weeks because once the week before my period comes, that's when I'm like, I, I don't want to do life and yeah. I, and that's okay. Let me be consistent for two weeks. I'll be consistent again. But I do want to start tracking my period to where it's like, this is my this phase. And this is where 
this is the part of life where I need to start eating these vegetables and these fruits. Like, I want to start getting on that because I feel like I'm an adult. Like, my period's kind of hitting a little bit too intensely emotionally. And if I could just eat some fruits and vegetables that will possibly help it, I'll be okay with that. Avoiding dairy too helps a lot. <sighs> That's so hard because I just love cheese. Like at least like the week before, just avoiding dairy will make life a lot a lot better. At least for me. I'll try, I mean, I, the girl, I was literally listening to, uh, watching a uh, YouTube video where she was like, taking out dairy has really helped. And I was just like, I'm going to try hard. it next month. It's hard, but it really is worth it. Um, yeah. But yeah, y'all. So so my RBT, um, Faith mentioned Beyonce. I'm seeing Beyonce this Sunday. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, like I love that lady. Like I, I had yeah. her hanging up behind me. Like I really love that lady down. And my outfit came in. I'm so excited. I look like a disco ball. My my fan came in. Like, oh wow, heated baby. Like I'm literally. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I told Paul. We need to be there early. Um, oh, I, well. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, let's just say we trying to get upgraded seats. And okay. my, my, my other friend is having a like a club renaissance party beforehand. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. we gotta be we gotta be at the party, then we all gonna go over to the stadium at the same time. So we gotta really plan it out. Yeah. Um so and you know, Paul be very tight P, so we just can't very. be tight P that day. We need to be yeah. tight B, B as in Beyonce, B Literally. as in B on time. So, in conclusion, I'm just so excited because this is my first kickoff of all the concerts I'm going to go to. And after that, it's Brent. After that, it's Drake. Oh, wow. And I'm going to try to see if I can squeeze Victoria Monet in there at some point, too, because I want to see oh, her real bad. She got sold out so freaking quickly. <sighs> oh, my gosh. I, like, it was within a day. Girl, I'm literally under people's comments like a bot. And you got extra tickets to the New York show? Like, I deadass look like a bot in everybody's comments trying to figure out how I'm going to get tickets. Um, but, yeah, I love Victoria Monet down. So I, yeah, I have to I see her. Sick. I was sick. Her new album, she got a song with Earth, Wind, and Fire. I said, oh, her new album list? Freck. I said, it's giving Princess of Disco. It's yeah. gonna be real seventies era, so I'm excited. Um, so that's that's my main my main bud as of recent. Um, I'm also very excited for the trips I have planned up um, because I'm really gonna be out of town, thugging my rounds for the whole later half of the year. Really? Like, yeah, like especially especially when it comes to like November, December, because October I might be in Atlanta. That's not confirmed yet. Okay. November probably going on a ski trip. December, oh, yeah. Houston, and then back to Vegas. Yeah. And then possibly a birthday trip in September. And then August, uh, the Hamptons. Oh, wow. So somewhere, somewhere, somehow. I really this try August, to put in... This August, the Hamptons. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you, have, so do you know somebody with a house in there? Huh? Do you know somebody with a house there or you guys are just going? Oh, we're just going. Airbnb. Oh, right. I see. Okay. But literally, I'm just like, I'm ready to be outdoors. And next year, I'm really hoping that it's giving more of an international vibe. Especially for my birthday next year, I do want to do an international vibe because I feel like once I start hitting like 23s, 24s, it's like, we got to go. Know, no more sections. Let's, we going to section it out outside the country. You know, I've never been much of a section girl myself. So I'm, I've always been a lesbian. For my birthday, as long as I am naked in another country, I am fine. And that's why cruises work. Because we can hit a few different ones. 
Literally. And so. it's really giving spontaneity. Like, I, my friend hit me up today and said, do you want to go to the Zoe 101 premiere tomorrow? And I said, I do. So I'm going to see the Zoe 101 Ruby reboot. I don't even like Jamie Lynn Spears. Hashtag free Britney. But I, I, I'm going to go. Because there's something to do. Um, so realistically, I'm really in my spontaneous era, era. Like everything has been a fun weekend. Honestly, the the one of the most fun weekends that I wanted to mention was Everyday People because I went for the first time and it was the time of my life. Like, mm. y'all, let's just say the way they had it structured was really weird because it was under the Brooklyn Bridge. So like it wasn't really a venue. But when I tell you I had the best jerk chicken of my life at that event for one. Mm-hmm. I had went and I had met these girls and they were like, um, like the way they had it set up was like, there was rocks. There was like little rock statues on, on each side of where the DJ booth was leading down to the middle. It was kind of like a cave almost. And people were like alongside the sides of the cave. They were in the cave. It was just like an outpouring of people all around. It was like the biggest party I've been to, honestly. Mm. And the more people that started coming, the more crowded it got, the girls just started hopping on the rocks. They was like, hey, the rocks were steady. It was safe. But it was just like, hey, we don't got nowhere to go. Let's dance on the rocks. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, that's crazy. Like, I'm drinking my drink on the rocks. But, like, I didn't think I was going to be on the rocks. On the rocks. By, by the end of the night, I had met some girls. We was having a great time. They said, y'all, let's get on the rocks. We were literally dancing on the rocks. Like, looking like we were, like, in Ibiza. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where I do want to go one of these summers. Oh, I, I, think I, I think I want my bachelorette trip one day to be to Ibiza. Prep for it now, vibes. Because what the... That's... They be partying. Like, they be partying. I literally felt like I was in a movie, y'all. Like, I can't describe it, but it was like the lights were dim and there was crazy colors going on. And I was with the girls and we was dancing on the rocks. And then when I got <laughs> off the rocks... I have never gotten more people coming up to me like, hey, I saw you on the rocks. Hey, you was having a good time on the rocks. I'm like, was there like a spotlight on said rocks? Because I tell you, most of the people came up to me like, hey, uh, like guys were like, hey, I saw you dance on the rocks. What's your name? I said, I should have never gotten my ass on them rocks. <laughs> because now I feel like I'm like the rock girl. Um, but everyday people was literally so much fun. I highly recommend if they ever come to your city to please go. There's one happening this weekend. And I'm trying to, I'm on the waiting list to see if I can get tickets again, because that was one of the best parties I've been to. Like, oh my gosh. 10 out of 10. Wow. Um, also a rose for me is that I'm coming up on almost one year working at L'Oreal and I just feel like shocked. I feel shocked. I'm literally just like, there's just no way that someone else is going to come into this position soon. And I have to train them. Bro. I and just want to talk about that. They're literally training. They, they're looking for me for questions. The interns are coming to me for advice. Talking about, <laughs> can I set up a coffee check to pick your brain? <laughs> I said, oh my God. Like, it's just so crazy to like see yourself progress, I guess. And like yeah. now I'm to the point where like people are coming to me asking questions and I know the answer. Like I can go into depth on things. Like that I part. feel like I'm becoming more skilled and it's just a crazy progression. But um, that's my rose because I feel really proud of myself because it's a lot to transition into for one, your first ever big girl job. And then to be in as brutal of a city as New York, like I really feel like it will really give you some tough skin. Like, for real, like you will really learn how to handle people in some situations and not even just work related, just in life. Like, yeah, they, you've been through some stuff. 
New York is not forgiving and not nice. But I mean, if you really want to like figure out how to be the best version of yourself and if you can survive that, you can really survive everything. Yeah. Um, that's really my mantra lately. But uh, I really feel like it's just been crazy. So I feel like our one year in corporate episode will be really beneficial to our girlies that are yeah. looking to go into corporate corporate job. Or if you just graduate or you're in college, like I think it'll really help a lot of girlies kind of realize what corporate is like and some things we wish we knew. Um, that's going to be a fun one. I honestly, I've been wanting to film that one for ages. So I, I've been looking forward to our year mark just to, to, to give, give y'all some tips. Cause this, it, it gets, it gets in corporate. It gets, it yeah. gets. And, but it's also very rewarding. Like Absolutely. once you, once you realize how much of an impact you're making and like the fact that like people can recognize the work you're doing, like for me, my job, I consolidate all net sales for our hair care brands. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about like the fact that I last year was like just graduating and now I'm dealing with like billions of dollars, like, like a billion dollar company. Like it's a very, like, it's kind of like a juxtaposition. Cause it's like, I, I don't even handle my own money this way. Like I'm, I'm really handling a company's money. Well, and I'm still trying to figure out my own personal expenses as a 22 year old. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It, it's helped though. It's helped being in Excel that heavy. Being like, okay, well, if this is how they handle in their money. I'm like, well, maybe I need to get a little bit more like intense on my budget, you know? So, Girl, yeah, we my... work with numbers. Granted, Denasia was accounting major, right? Yeah, I was an accounting major. So my job literally is all numbers. And I'm like, hey, if I can consolidate for one of the biggest brands, I can manage my own budget. Simple. That's It's really that simple. And with the new promotions that we're both getting like it's only going to be more money that we're handling because i also work in numbers which beats me but it works so um, that episode is gonna be one of my favorites for sure easily easily yeah. um but back to my thorn so my thorn <laughs> um y'all know i feel like it's literally just a tradition that i just have a terrible hairstylist experience i have not had one good one <laughs> since i've been out here um, so when I got my hair done like this, mind you, I last time I think we talked, I I had a botched hair dye. I had to go to another lady get it re-dyed. I was beefing with Monique because she turned my hair orange. Like it was a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I can either pay all this money to get knotless bots braids, or I can just go back to my straight hair. And I was like, let's just go with straight. So I go to this lady, right? And mind you, y'all, I really be doing my best to vet these ladies. I be looking on the Instagram. I be zooming in the background, like, okay, what's in the background? Does it look crazy? Does she look crazy? Are the clients crazy? Like, I'm really looking at every aspect of these hairstylists to make sure I avoid a situation like this. (laughs) I come to this lady, and when I tell y'all, I... I didn't know she was the one that was going to be doing my hair. First of all, I already had issues with her because I was dying. I needed the bundles died. And I was like, I need to drop off the hair to you early. Can I come by like around 6 p.m. to your shop? She said, yeah, girl, come on by. I text her at 530 before I leave. You still there? She said, yeah, come on by. I said, great. Why do I show up and the door is locked and I call her? She's like, oh, baby, you just missed me. I said, what do you mean just missed you? So I, she, luckily she had a little like, like a mail slot. So I literally had to take out each bundle of hair and slide, swish it up the mail slot so it can fall onto her floor inside. And I'm like, this is not meant for bundles, baby. This is meant for, 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 for bills, for taxes. 
this is envelopes. This is not bundles of hair. So I had to do that. And I was nervous because the whole reason I came in person is so she could see my hair in person and know what to dye. How, you know, like she can see the color for herself versus a picture. So I was really just, you know, living on a prayer when I gave her the bundles and hoping that the pictures would suffice. So I show up to my hair appointment and she's like pulling out my pulling out the hair and lining it up she got little hangers right she got little hangers yeah. and mind you i'm confused because she didn't turned around it, i see her bare ass she has a <laughs> hole in her pants no panties on just hole in her pants if i could show you i literally sent faith the picture before we started i don't want to put her on blast like that because i i mean realistically i'm not dropping no names i don't want to put her her picture out here but i literally took a picture to show my mom because i knew she would not believe me I was looking at her bare ass the whole, every time she turned around. Cause she had a family reunion t-shirt on <laughs> and some old shorts with a hole in them. And the Instagram looked good. That's the thing. It's, and I told Faith, hey, as long as a stylist got that little grass background with a ring light, they will fool you, baby. They will <laughs> fool you. And a little, a little light up sign, like styled by jada or styled by you know like you will be fooled like oh i'm just so sick so she's doing my hair she kind of has a little attitude so i'm already irritated i'm looking at her ass every time she turn around like it's just a whole thing and i she starts pulling my hair out and it's black i'm thinking it can't be my my hair gotta be the girl after me mind you my appointment i came there at 8 50 in the morning because i wanted to be the first girl in her seat yeah I'm not about to sit here wait all day. I'm the first girl in your seat. And no, I was right. waiting because she talking about she don't got no dye, had to run to the beauty supply store. <laughs> that's why I said this. That's why I, I put them down the freaking chute. That's why I stuffed them down the chute because I knew this would happen. Like, I dropped them off to you three to four days in advance for this reason. So I'm just like, bro, I just can't win. So she's at the beauty supply store. She come back with Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> what did she at least ask you if you wanted some girl i didn't get not one four for four not even a strawberry lemonade not even a spicy nugget (laughs) you know i can't win so i'm looking and she starts trying to sew in my sew in in the back and i'm like i think you have the wrong bundle and she said no i don't i said I mean, this is the length I wanted, but this isn't the color. This is all black. And she said, you booked a partial highlight. I said, no, I didn't. Mind you, I, I had booked the actual service and then I texted her because I didn't see an add-on to add on color. So I texted her on the side and I said, hi, I would like to add on color to my to my appointment. I don't know how to do that, but I was just hoping I could do that. And she's like, yeah, of course. Like, just send me pictures of your hair and then you can bring a buy. So that, that's at that point when I was stuffing it down the chute. Yeah. So. Yeah. She, I got a notification that my appointment changed and added color to it. And it was an extra like $70 for color, right? Okay. And I was just like, oh, it's not bad, you know? Da, da, da. And I come into the appointment and she's like, you booked a partial highlight. I said, baby, I didn't even know how to add color to the appointment. I didn't book nothing. You changed that. Yeah. She said, well, partial only means that half of your bundles are colored. What? Why would anybody ever ask for that? A half and half? I said, do I look like the type of girl that wants two out of the four bundles colored to match my natural hair and the rest black. And she's like, well, I mean, I don't have time. I have so many clients today and I don't have time to dye the other bundles. And frankly, I'm running out of dye. I said, you just went to the beauty supply store. So did you actually go or did you get Wendy's? Because I'm confused. How are you out of dye and you just went? Oh, 
so now I'm literally at this point. It's like, mom, at this point it's like twelve. <gasps> she has, it's literally twelve, and she had turned two clients away. They had come in talking about, "Hi, my appointment's at so and so." She said, "You got to come back at two. Not even text them." <laughs> So now they're they're huffing and puffing, leaving leaving the leaving the salon. She walking around barefoot. I'm looking at her bare dogs. Then she then okay. So mind you, she's playing suits on the TV. Okay, right. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of getting into it because it's not that bad of a show. I'm like, I like suits. She's yeah. on she's on season nine, so I'm really diving in deep. But I'm yeah. like, this is a good show. Her phone starts ringing. She cuts off the phone call completely, and I'm like, oh, this must be important. I hear a. Hey, Ma, what's good with you? Speakerphone? <laughs> Speakerphone. I was hoping you didn't say yes. No. <laughs> when I tell you the next 30 minutes was her footing with her man, that's not her man. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. What? Girl, so for context, from what I gathered, because, I mean, there was no way I couldn't eavesdrop. She turned <laughs> the TV off, and it's just me, her, and the man talk like, I'm literally just sitting silent on the phone. She didn't even answer the phone talking about, hey, I'm working. I got a client in the seat. Like, it's literally me, her, and her man sitting there listening to the conversation. Her man was on his way to, like, a baby shower. Or, no, no, a baby was just born. And he was, like, either the uncle or the god god something. Yeah. <laughs> he talking about, yeah, I want to put a baby in you one day. Da, da, da. <laughs> she talking about, stop it. Oh, my God. Yeah. He talk about <laughs> what's going on? What's go- mind you? <laughs> black black bundles being sewn into my head, blonde bundle being so like I'm like, bro, what? And she was like, just trust the process. Like I promise, I've had other clients that book this that hair your same color and it look good on them. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, this isn't what I wanted. She's like, trust me. Da, 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 da. If it looks bad, we can fix it. I was just like, I literally almost wanted to cry when she was out of my seat because I had to sit there and endure them baby talking each other. Literally baby talking. T- talking about having babies, for one. And two, literally, oh my God, baby, I miss you. So- oh my God. Oh, but you know you're not my man, though. Like, crazy. I was like, what am I hearing? And and at one point, he had said something, and it was kind of funny, so I let out a little giggle. She gonna look at me. <laughs> you're the one on speakerphone. I said you got him on speakerphone. Like I, I don't know what else to do but listen. So, like I've literally scrolled to the top and bottom of my Instagram, Threads, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm running out of apps. I'm literally running out of apps. Like I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So it was just crazy. Like I literally was just like, "What is going on?" She finally, mind you, he didn't even say goodbye on the phone. He just hung up. She talked about, "Oh, he must be busy." When I tell you mid-conversation, he hangs up on her. And she said, oh, he must be busy. Turns back on suits. <laughs> okay. I said, what is going on? So long story short, I mean, the hair started to grow on me, but I was really pissed off in the chair because I was expecting my color to all be blonde brown. And I walked out with half of it black, half of it blonde. And I was just pissed off. I thought it was on purpose. I was like, this is giving grown Oh, no, it was not on purpose at all. Like, she really butchered it. And she was like, well, I have clients. And I remember I went into the bathroom. And this was like the, the shop she was in was giving an old retirement home. That's the best way I can describe it. I went mm. into the bathroom and the, the entire bathroom was pink. The toilet, the sinks, 
the floors pink and they had like really bad water damage on the ceiling. So half the ceiling was like caved in. I'm like, where am I, bro? Where, how do I get myself in these situations? I don't know where I am. And I looked in the mirror and I literally just saw that half my head was black and half of it was a different color. And I felt like I was Neapolitan ice cream. And I literally, I literally called my mom. No, no, no. First I called Mia because she was asking about my hair appointment. And I was like, Mia, I'm about to cry in this bathroom. Like, I'm losing it, girl. Like, I can't. She's like, she's like, you got it. You got it. And then I call my mom. She's like, you better stand up to that lady. And I'm like, you're right. So I, mind you, I'd already paid. I already cashed after. Yeah. I store my little ass right back in there. And I said, this is not what I wanted. And she was like, okay, well, do you want to come back later? I said, yeah. And I'm not paying for that service either. We just going to have to install. You have to dye the rest of my bundle, which she never did. And reinstall it in the back. Did she do that? And she did that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I so see- that's, that's what I'm seeing now. Yes. This is fixed. But I was just like, I literally was like, I can't take another hairstylist disrespecting me. Like, you've had bad luck with them. And when I tell you, I was like ready to like, she was about to get the wrath of every hairstylist before her. She didn't even know it. Like, mm. I was pissed off. I was in the bathroom like hot crying. Like I was yeah. pissed. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bro, I didn't pay all this money. I don't like my hair. That's my biggest pet peeve. It don't make no sense. And when I walked inside, I saw her bare toes and it just pissed me off even more. So I was really about to go off. <laughs> I really feel like making a who not to go to post, but that would just be too mean. Like, you know, support black business, you know, just not theirs. <laughs> How would you know? How would literally, you know? Literally. Um. Yeah, y'all. So it's it's been a time, but we've spent a lot of time catching yeah. up. We, we had a lot of this is, half of the episode is catching up, which honestly, I was kind of expecting. I wasn't expecting this amount, much amount of time spent. But anyways, let's go ahead and get into this the the bulk of this episode. Um, we're gonna be talking about being the baddie in relationship, being your man's first baddie, because the I mean, you know, it happens. And. What really inspired this episode was the debacle with Kiki Palmer and Usher. I feel like it was everywhere. And we really wanted to talk about it because I was just like, this is really a good topic we can dive into about like when you're with a man and either he's a little insecure or you're more successful and it can kind of cause a strain on the relationship or you're just a baddie being bad. And sometimes some men can't take that. So, I mean, moms, I think we should just kind of recap the Kiki Palmer situation in general and what happened. Yeah. So basically, Kiki Palmer just had a baby looking good. She is, she's the first person that I've seen make having a baby look like a pro. You know, like mm. she looks like amazing. Like she glowed up. She had like her third um, adult puberty after having a child. And so she went to an Usher concert and Usher's fine self was singing to her and they was doing a thing. And her baby daddy was like, "You a mom though." To her how to her outfit and him doing the thing that uh him her doing being a hot girl, just her being a hot girl. Like she just had a baby, let her have fun. We've really only seen women just be in the house looking like trash after children, because the postpartum like frack, it don't look that fun. Mm. Um, so moms, what are you doing if you're in, in another reality, if your baby daddy publicly embarrasses you on Twitter. <sighs> <laughs> that was a deep spiritual sigh. I really just feel like, for one, 
heaven forbid I'm in a situation where a man feels comfortable enough to blast me on social media for something he could have texted me about. That something part. he could have called me about or something we could have talked about in person. Yeah. Like, I think what, what really makes me upset about the Kiki Palmer situation is that you know that your your significant other is famous. Like, you know that tweeting something like that has real repercussions to, for one, her career. Yeah. For you to, like, blast be blasting her and almost shaming her as a mother it's like you're not you're not a nobody. I mean, he is, but your yeah. wife isn't. Or they're not even married. Actually, they're not married. And mm-hmm. he he had said something. I think I can get the tweet up verbatim. But he was like, "I'm not in the wrong for you know not wanting my wife and the mother of my child to be doing something like this, something like that." Like, yeah. And the thing is, is that like as a man, you can have your preferences on what you think is disrespectful or not. Sure, yeah. everybody has their line of like you can't do this, you you know, like, I would prefer if you don't do that, that type of thing. But for you to go to social media about it is insane. Yeah, and, like, for him to be, like, art, like, just trying to be traditional, like, one, traditionally, you're not white. That's, like, a very traditional thing. Two, you guys aren't married. Like, at the end of the day, you are her baby daddy. Like, I, I you know, you, you haven't put, you haven't saved up enough to get down on one knee and propose. So there's nothing traditional about your guys's. There's nothing traditional about it. And for me, like, her ba- her baby daddy is a little bit, uh-uh. Like, that's sometimes the nice ones are. Like, they're, like, a little bit, like, if you've ever heard mm-hmm. him talk, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, he's, listen to her podcast, and um, and you'll hear how he talks. Like, he's, he's very socially awkward, and I really don't think he understood how re- we right at dawn black twitter was and the whole every everybody is for kiki because at the end of the day she never did nobody wrong never has in her entire since she was a baby being in um hollywood so but as a commoner myself okay if in another alternate reality because we're breaking generational curses over here no baby daddies over here okay birth control every day this is your reminder go take that birth control um if my baby daddy did that that's really on me to get his phone and deactivate it. To deactivate his Twitter and put his passcode in several wrong times that he can't access his phone. Because you do not need any phone privileges. Because mm. why are you acting up on my internet? I'm not going to lie. I feel like it's more of the question of like, why do you feel comfortable to put other people in our business? Mm. And and two, knowing that your wife is postpartum and you know postpartum comes with a lot of emotional baggage and trauma and just depression. Yeah. Your wife probably needed that or your girlfriend, actually. Your girlfriend yeah. probably needed that night out to go have fun. And you know who you got with. This is Kiki Palmer. Baby, this is Kiki Palmer. Literally. Literally. This is Kiki Palmer. You know that she's a very outgoing person. You didn't get with somebody that's shy and introverted. You know that if she's going to a concert, she's going to have a good time. And realistically, she's singing along just like everybody else is singing along to Usher. Usher is not taking your girl. No. He's almost, he's pushing 50. Now, is he fine? Yes. But at the end of the day, he's Usher. He's supposed to be, he's a performer. They're both performers, realistically. Exactly. They are both entertainers. And it's like, for you to kind of forget who you got with, it's a little crazy. And my personal theory, actually, looking at the situation, I think that Kiki Palmer and him already broke up prior to that tweet. But it's so crazy because, I mean, I know you can pre-film because, like, we know about pre-filming. But, like, even 
he still is on the podcast. Like he is a co-host on her podcast. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I'm just like, why is he still here? Like she hasn't really addressed the situation. Like she, I mean, she'll do a little, she did a little TikTok or da 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 da, but it's like, are y'all together? Are y'all not? What is going on? I'm just nosy. I want to know. Well, I had saw that he had unfollowed her and deleted all pictures. Yeah, and I think his Twitter got deactivated too because everybody. I don't think he has a Twitter no more either. Yeah, but I I don't know. I just I just feel like there is better ways to go about it, and I think you can set boundaries in your relationship without it being disrespectful to your partner and the mother of your child. And I just feel like. It's too early on in that kid's life too for her parent for their parents to be going through that much. So it's like if this is how you're acting and the kid ain't even one yet, I can only imagine. Me personally, I'm leaving them. If I'm Kiki Palmer, and I think this is what she did <laughs> before we started this, we were joking around that my solution is always like just leave them. But it, realistically, it's like once somebody disrespects you on a public platform. For one, one that he barely even has. Realistically, this man don't got no following. And I feel like part of the reason why this situation came about is because people have been eating Kiki Palmer up recently. Yeah. yeah, She's been getting a lot of attention. And it's like, sometimes if a man sees that you are more successful than him, it's or he feels like yeah. she's kind of in the shadow, it's an ego thing. And I think realistically, this could be like stemming from insecurity. And it's like, you can have your preferences on how you prefer your woman to act or operate when you go out in public and y'all can talk about that. Yeah. But to bring it outside and kind of do something that you think is going to tarnish her name, it's giving jealousy and it's giving insecurity and it's giving secret animosity towards your partner. Yeah. Like, it's it's not fun. It was not fun. I was just like, at first I was like, oh, did you see the Kiki thing? And then I was like, oh, this is this is getting intense. And then like people, and the thing is, his account was just talking about the Eagles, realistically. But then people were doing deep dives and it turns out he was kind of like an incel. Like, and he honestly, a, Kiki Palmer aside, him at, on alone, the way he talks, I, I, can, I definitely understand the incel vibes. I get it. All right, mom. So what does it mean for you to be the baddie in relationship, like being the baddie? Um, I feel like for me, the baddie element is really like, when we say that, it's really about like how you carry yourself. Yeah. And like what you're willing to compromise on and what you're not. Because I kind of think of like Kiki Palmer as the baddie in this situation and how does she operate? Yeah. I feel like it really is your values. For me, it's like deciding before I even get in a relationship what I don't stand for. Mm-hmm. Like me, it's like public disrespect. If I'm in a relationship with you, we can, I can be in the wrong. Um, you protect me in public, correct me in private. Quickly. Yeah. <clears throat> Not calling me out of my name. Like, I feel like him, him, him being like, you a mom though, was borderline like, you look like, you look like you on the streets. You look like you, you a hooker. That's what it was giving, like, he wanted to say. Yeah. And it's like, I think public disrespect is something that is like the number one thing where it's like, if you allow other people to disrespect your partner or if you do it publicly, you're allowing other people to do that as well. Oh, absolutely. And I'm just not, I'm not rocking with that. Like for me, I've always said I'm an advocate. We joke about it. Like I'd be like, leave that man. But realistically it's like what one man won't do another will. And being the baddie realizing is realizing that you are the prize and you're not going to compromise for anything. And he knows that. And realistically men will like, at least the men I've experienced, once they realize they're disposable, they act 
they start acting right. Once, Ooh. once they know that okay, she's not really going for this, and she's not going to give another chance. All right, then depending on the man, they might get it together, but still, they might, they still might play in your face. And honestly, no one acts more on their best behavior than a man who knows he's on his way out. They time time again get together real quick. So I feel like being the like quote unquote baddie is like realizing that like regardless of what happens, you're content with yourself. You know that if y'all break up, you're gonna be able to it might take it might be hard, it might be a heartbreak with it, but you'll be able to bounce back. And he knows that and he recognizes that. And hopefully you're with somebody or not even he, like like your just partner in general recognizes that you value yourself and your self love more than the relationship. Because yeah. realistically, if your whole life revolves around that person or that relationship, if y'all break up, you are going to have a very hard time. And you might want to go back because you feel like that comfort is better than being alone. Yeah, I was talking to one of our friends and I was like, it it sucks, but it's better, especially when you're in like that end of a toxic relationship. But like, it sucks to be with the person because they suck. But at least it's somebody to be up under. Mm. That's really what it is. And that's the reality of it all. Like, it's way easier said than done. Like, the amount of times that I'll be like, I'm losing feelings, but I know I don't want to go back out in the dating scene. So let me just stay. And let me just try to, let me try to work it out. Let me try to fix it. Even though I've told my friends time and time again how this man has done this, this, and that, the third. I really don't like him for real. But I'm going to stay with him. It, it gets real to Lulu towards the end when you're like, I want to leave, but I can't because I'm just so comfortable. And I think also it's, it's, it's delusion, but it's also like misery loves company. Like, oh yeah, <clears throat> think of all the people that are like not happily married or not happily in a relationship, but they stay there because they're either like, hey, we've been, we didn't been together 10 years or however many years. It's like sunken cost. Like, yeah, I've already invested too much time and energy into this person and what do I look like wasting that for one? Two, they don't want to see that person with somebody else doing well. Yeah. It's like possessiveness too. And mm-hmm. three, it's just like, I don't want to have to start over. Because that starting over process is, is hard. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm a hot girl. But then it's like, dang. Literally three what's days my- ago, I was, I was up under somebody. And now I got to talk about what's my favorite color again. It's <laughs> ghetto. But honestly, I feel like, Honestly, I would rather go through talking about my favorite color multiple times than being with somebody that doesn't value me. And being with, uh, yeah, or being I was Kiki Palmer's baby daddy name. What's his name? Let's call him Isaac. I don't know. Being with an Isaac. Don't be with an Isaac. It's somebody's like that's my boyfriend's name. Okay, well, obviously not him. So, <laughs> oh there's my probably, god, there's probably a lot of good Isaacs out there. Not them. Not them. Um, but let's talk about the reasons why it's dangerous to be a, your man's first baddie. One, like you might get more attention than their last girl, than their previous girlfriends. And I will say this one did happen. Now, was he insecure? No, because one, it also takes a man who is seriously sure of himself and it, and his masculinity to date a baddie. Like they're like, that's just my girl. She gonna dress how she want to dress. And that, and I'm just here to protect her. 
because she got a body, she's cute, she knows it, and she's gonna wear the she's gonna wear the clothes to show it off. And I'm 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 supposed to be there to protect her. That's it. Men are going to look. Men are going to be men. Even women. Women are going to be women. They're going to stare, and that's okay. Cause I bought this outfit for people to look, and cause I know I'm gonna look good, and I know people are also going to notice. That's really it. And finally, they might not know how to handle you because baddies do come with some big personalities. Because only one of us can be the brat star. Mm. Tuh. Mm. We come with a lot. A lot of personality. Sometimes we got mouths on us. And I can tell you, I do. I do. I I mean, and it, and it takes a man that you respect to be like, I don't want to talk. Like, I, I don't want to talk out the side of my mouth to him because I respect him. Mm. So being a baddie on, on the baddie end, you have to respect the person that you're dating in order to be like, I can't be talking to him any kind of way. I can't be talking. I can't be calling this man out of his name because no clues, no decorum. And we as a baddie, we have to have clues and decorum. Clues and decorum is part of the baddie guidelines. Like you just, you got to know how to carry yourself. And I think that's a big point too of like, a lot of a lot of girls that we can classify and every, everyone's a baddie a baddie yeah. is a mindset mind you like not yeah. even talking about looks a baddie really is a mindset women that carry themselves that type of way it takes a certain kind of man to for one match that and for two just realize that a lot of men can think that they oh my light died <laughs> a lot of men think that since they got one baddie they can now pull others. And I think I think that's actually the most dangerous thing about being a man's first baddie is that yeah. it's kind of like um <clears throat> kind of like gambling. Yeah. You know, like I kind of think of it as like an analogy where, you know, let's say you're gambling and you're not winning. Like you're maybe getting five dollars here and there, you're getting ten dollars maybe, but then one day you hit fifty K. You hit like a big amount, right? You think you now have, you, you either crack the code or you have good luck now and you want to keep on trying. Instead of being content with that amount you have, now you're going to like, oh, well, maybe I'll try for 100, maybe 150. Like, it's kind of like microdosing it. It's like, oh, well, I, I yeah. have this much, but I feel like the fear of the unknown is kind of pressing me to be like, well, maybe there's more out there. And I think mm-hmm. that's sometimes how some men, especially if they are insecure with themselves or they feel like they're not content in their relationship, or even if they are, they're like, well, if I pulled her... I can get the next one. Oh, and that's dangerous. That dangerous thought process. Dangerous. Because it, it kind of gasses their head up a little bit. Like, oh, I already got this beautiful, pretty, smart, funny girl. Well, let me try the next one. What's, who's saying I can't get her too? So it, it kind of inflates their egos and builds this like false sense of confidence of thinking yeah. that they're hot, they're a hot commodity now. And it's like you're ruining whatever you have with this girl because likely she probably like you because you got a good personality. She probably is, there's other things on her list that you're not meeting, but she likes you enough to really compromise on that. So you're really taking advantage of that. And I think also dating dating a guy and he might not have dated other women similar to you in the past, I think can also mm. be telling that's like, am I really your type? Like, I think sometimes, a lot of times, a lot of guys will meet a girl and think like, oh, well, you're not my usual type, but I'll give it a shot. And I think this can also come into play when it comes to interracial dating, where sometimes guys will, oh, I never dated a black girl before. Like, it's almost like an experiment for them. Yeah. And you have to make sure that whatever relationship you're in, you're not being, like, fetishized in a way either. Where, like, you're kind of just a trial run, just so they can say they knocked it off their list. 
So, I mean, I think there's a lot to like unpack with the whole being the first, whatever a guy has ever had. I think it comes with like, there's pros and cons, but also Mm -hmm. just knowing how he's supposed to treat you. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm high high maintenance. I would honestly prefer whatever man that I've dated to have dated other women like me. So he knows what he's getting himself into. And so also when he goes around other attractive and smart or just like a lot of great qualities that we can list in a woman. If he goes around a woman like me, he knows how to act. Yeah. Don't Don't act like you've never seen a woman before. Now you're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing me. And frankly, all my friends are baddies. So it's not like if you, if you are around my friends, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know how to act. Like act like you have sense. Please. Because realistically, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, we're both a reflection of each other. Yeah. I'm not going to go around your friends acting any type of way. Yeah. And vice versa, that should be taken the same. So, I mean, that, that could be another, that could be a whole nother thing, but. Not that part. Um, but before we go ahead and get into the calls, uh, moms, what are some baddie non-negotiables for re- your future relationship um, that you quite literally can't, <laughs> you quite literally can't, <laughs> can't, can't not do? Uh, for y'all that aren't watching, I just opened up my fan because he did. Um, <laughs> uh, my biggest thing is like respect. Like, don't ever call me out my name. Like, if, oh, that's a big one. That's a jump to a to a third um third strike. At that point, you're out of strikes, bro. <laughs> you're off the field. Get this guy out of here. You're off the field, Buster. Like, oh. I'm not dealing with it. Um, that's my main thing is really respect. Like, if you call me out my name. Also, one thing that I realized I didn't put on this list when we were typing this out, disrespecting my family, too, or my close friends. Like, oh. calling, calling them out their, out of their names. Or anything regarding my family. I'm, I'm more of a stickler for my family, my friends, and me, which is definitely, you know, I'm, I've definitely worked on it. But in my past relationships, it was just like, are you insane? What? You were raised better than that. Like what? Like don't ever, don't ever think that you're comfortable enough with me. Or even if I have an issue with my family or I'm, I'm beef with so-and-so, don't think that you can now speak on them. No. That's not how it works. You're there to listen. That's it. And, mm-hmm. and, and nod. Yeah. Because sometimes I don't need solutions. I just need you to listen. And I, you know, that, that that's, a, that's a seesaw that I, to this day, having a good man you will battle that because it's like, I understand you want to give me logic. I don't want logic right now. Now we have to ask the question, would you like me to give you a solution or would you like me to tell you what you want to hear? And I think that solves a lot of our problems. I, I'm, I, want to, I'm, I want you to say what I want to hear. And then once I calm down, then we can get to logic-based solutions. But not right now. I'm hot. Tell me I'm right. Wait half the time I already know what the solution is I just want you to be there to comfort me that part give me a hug let me cry that's literally it that's all I ask Um, mom (laughs) what what do you have what do you have Um, for mine is just say yes to my shenanigans because I'm a very shenanigan heavy girlfriend I will say because at the end of the day you know my shenanigans aren't hurting nobody and you'll know it'll make me happy um and also, this is a key thing that I really feel like more men should talk about to other men so that they can all be on the same page. Keep your girlfriend's 
well-being at the forefront of your existence by asking these said questions. Will this better our future? And will this action ensure my girl is the best she can be, whether that is physically, mentally, emotionally, all the least? If you keep your girl's well-being at the forefront of your brain, I think we would have a lot more healthy relationships. Will, will this help my relationship? Will me saying this help us? Mm. Will me doing this task or applying to this job or putting on these shoes help our relationship? And I say shoes because Lola knew, if y'all listened to last uh, last season, Lola knew there may be gunshots happening at this thing and he put on his running shoes. Granted, it was between pushing the baby on the floor and making sure I was safe. <laughs> and I had to make sure I was safe. But that's neither here nor there. But everything that man does is for the betterment of you. And I, tuh, I didn't even know that was on my list. But it is now because of him. Yeah. And honestly, even if even if you are dating somebody, I feel like, I mean, personally, I feel like every relationship or situationship you go through is like an infinity stone. You just collect them and you learn from whatever one you have. Honestly, yeah. like if you're dating around and you realize you don't like that, just add it to the list. Yeah. For me, like I, I think especially dealing with a man that's insecure, like my last like serious talking stage, like he was trying to ask me to change. Like he was like, I feel like your outfit is too cute. Mind you wasn't even really like was not showing skin like it was literally just and I, I told him you know i'll be putting this on yeah you know, really putting it on. but he was like no i feel like that type of outfit like you look too good and i know that you're gonna get attention and since i'm not with you i feel uncomfortable with you getting attention outside of me being with you oh whoa i said, I said you're dating the wrong girl then because dressing up in fashion is my personality literally the nation and, and i do say that with a grain of salt because i think some girls take that as like oh well like you know if you're showing too much skin it's disrespectful to your man i'm not even the type to show skin like that really really, really don't like i don't show skin like i'm not i'm not like short skirts mm-hmm. i'm i'm more like, on that end yeah. yeah like i'm really not and wearing stuff like that but even if i was it's like for you to kind of dictate what I do, I would never do something if I'm in a relationship with somebody that would outright disrespect them. Yeah. So I was like, for you to kind of take an outfit that I thought was cute. And I think it was literally like leather pants and like, um, like this like corset thing, but it wasn't like scandalous. Yeah. And I was like, this is really just like an outfit that I put together on a pretty little thing. Well, and he was like, yeah, but you look too good in it. And people are going to notice that you look good. Saying you looked like you look too good, I I like as a compliment because I know you're just like dang, like you look good. But to say because I don't want you to wear that because you're gonna look too good and too many people are gonna look at you. I'm a cute girl, and I put cute clothes on. So what? And I said, I said you noticed me and we started talking because you thought I was attractive and you liked the way I looked and you liked the way I dressed. So don't use it against me now that you're like, oh, you're realizing that other people will notice the same thing. Yeah. Mm, I don't like that. It's really what it is. So it's like really, and I was like, I was like, I, I don't know. And I didn't, I didn't want to outright accuse him of being insecure. Cause like he wasn't, he didn't strike me as an insecure guy, but I was like, I really don't know what else to call that. Man, or like tough. overly protectiveness and jealousy also, yeah. I think is a part of it as well. But well, I said to say like, you know, if you, if you know you're a baddie, 
and you know that you like to dress up or you know you have certain things that you do that can attract attention out of people, make sure you have a man that supports you for that and doesn't like try to degrade you for it or put you down. I'd be little you. Yeah. Facts. Right. I hate to see it. Hate. Um, but we do have a YouTube comment that we wanted to address. Um, we we don't have enough time for call for all the calls to request, but mm-hmm. we wanted to address this one since it was from last season. Yeah. Um, so we got a comment on a YouTube. Um, Mons, which episode was this again? I think this was our other that relationship episode. Last this was time to never settle. Yeah, sprinkle, sprinkle. Yes, this was from our sprinkle, sprinkle episode. So this person says, "Hi, Type A. I like that the podcast is both video and audio. I can just listen when I'm on the go and watch when I'm doing nothing." I had mixed opinions on this episode, particularly on how much men should provide. I believe it depends on the dynamics of the relationship because not all men earn more than women. Remember that can boil down to their career. I also don't believe that because a man can't provide for most or all of the lifestyle means he doesn't have his life together. Plus thinking about the fact that there are many feminists that want gender equality, that equality would include more than just equality on a work level. It also includes a woman standing to give a man a seat on the train and the same with money. I agree that we are the table because of course, I think she had a typo there, but I get what she's saying. Yeah. In the same breath though, a man has a list of priorities the same way us ladies do. So we're the package table that wouldn't have a problem with our future sons marrying. I see. Um, so yeah, okay. So I think I, I get what you're saying with this. I think in that episode, like we really were honing in, like know your worth, know your worth. But I think we didn't touch on in that episode what we bring to the table as well. And we're coming at this from the perspective of like we're doing our best to be the most loving, providing, and helpful girlfriends and future wives and mothers yeah. that we can be. Yeah. So we're thinking about it from the perspective of like, if we're really doing our best to make sure we respect our partners and we're holding up all the ends on our front to be a good partner, the bare minimum should be met by whoever we're deciding to be with. That means not varying on standards that we've set for ourselves, because if we know that we are smart and dedicated and respectful young women, we need to make sure we have somebody that matches that for one. And the point about money, um, at least for in our situations, we feel like we are not going to date anybody or be with somebody that cannot do what we can do for ourselves. And more. Um, but yeah, we work hard. We want our counterparts to work hard. And at the end of the day, I want to be a homemaker. I want to be making focaccia, okay, and homemade pesto for sandwiches. I want to be a stay-at-home mom. So the man that I date and will marry, a.k.a. Dammy knows and was raised to not let women pay bills and he even feels weird with me even paying a few bills but like you know i'm i'm type based so like i want to be in control of something but the whole rent thing like yeah we gonna have our men pay our rent because that's what a man's supposed to do now in your case if you don't want if you want to do 50 50 that's cool but for us we just don't we're not on that side of life at the moment and never will be yeah, and I think I think also when we say that, like we say that we want a man that can like perfect and provide the household, it's because we're holding up things on our end on the other aspect of like being homemakers or like whenever whenever I get married, shoot, we don't know when that's gonna be or have kids, but it's like faith is definitely more on the track for that <laughs> than I am. But it's like when that day does come, like realistically, I wanna be able to kind of thrive in in being a provider, like a home, a homemaker, a home provider. 
Yeah. Um, and, and knowing that also for me, like I, I know I don't want to be a stay at home mom. I want to be able to still work and like have my own career and do what I want to do. Um, while, while maintaining that, cause I've seen my mom be maintain her career while still raising us. Yeah. So like, I know that's what I want to do. So like me and faith have different perspectives on that, but the, the main idea that we really wanted to get from that episode was that you can do whatever you want as far as your career and how much you want to provide, but make sure that you're with some partner that matches that and, mm-hmm. and, or can do more. Yeah. And we, we, you can, you can definitely do the 50, 50 thing. I think that's really a personal preference on how women decide they want to split bills. If you want to go 70, 30. Yeah. 90, 90, 10, however you want to do it. Just make sure that you are setting yourself up for success because realistically when men date around and they choose who they want to marry or just like be with, they're not banking on potential and they're not settling. It's usually women that are the ones that are like, Oh, well, you know, like willing to compromise. And like, we wanted to remind you guys, especially since we have a lot of young listeners that you don't have to compromise. You can find somebody that meets all your boxes and that meets the lifestyle you want to live the money that you want to see yourself having in the future, because a lot of this does boil down to lifestyle and income. Yeah. And you can choose all of that. And you're young enough in your early twenties or even in your late twenties and your, your thirties yeah, to decide that for yourself. So yeah. yeah, that's really what we wanted to get out of that episode. I mean, and we're also both feminists. Like, yeah, <laughs> just because we don't want to be our rent does not mean we're not feminists. It's just, we just have standards that we're sticking to. That's really what it is. Yeah. And we we were waiting to like talk about this comment because I saw it and I was like, I don't know how the frick we're going to ring this up. But I think this was the best. The perfect episode. Yeah. To, to address it. Yeah. And to also like make it seem like, because I guess, I guess if you don't know us personally or like you don't listen to the full episodes or all the episodes, you don't know that we have this perspective of like, we also plan to bring a lot to the table as women. So it's Absolutely. like. It's not like we're asking all these things and it's like, okay, well, what do you do? To, what do you bring to the table? Like, it's not like that. Like we're, we know that we have things that we are also planning to do for our, for our lifestyle and for our partners. It's just making sure that they uphold their end as well. Cause a lot of men don't. And that's how you end up with very unhappy marriages and families. Yeah. And we're very successful women, like on our own, like before I started dating Lola, very successful in college, we just ended up dating in college. And as a independent away from my relationship, I am very successful in my career, in my life, in my family life, in all of the lives separate from Danny. And together, we are just better as a relationship because we're right. we're better as individuals to be better as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's really that. We hope that like that comes across like as like the way we want it to guys like when we have episodes especially about like relationships and stuff it's really coming from a place of like either we've been through something and we want to warn people about it or if you have been through something like this it's a place for you to relate and it doesn't mean that like what we say is gospel and bible like just for us it's just gospel and bible our own personal beliefs on how we think things should be um and how we want our own lives to be so yeah no absolutely um but moms what is the affirmation of the week um, so this week's affirmation, we said that, ah, <laughs> 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 uh, y'all, I'm literally laughing because I didn't write the affirmation this week. They wrote it. <laughs> so I was expecting like a long quote. The quote for this week is leave that man. That <laughs> and, it's, and it's very funny because like one of our friends will like, well, so I'll have a FaceTime call and I'll be like, just give that man a chance. And they'll be like, just leave him. Just leave him. Like, <laughs> 
Like, and it's really so. It's really funny that I'm texting it. I mean, that I type that, but realistically, in the grand scheme of the Isaacs, leave that Isaac. Leave that Isaac. Okay. Yeah. That's or what we, if we have any man or male listeners or just anybody that dates women, um, leave that Isabel. Like it really right, goes right, both right. ways. It's really what this episode truly about. The essence is 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 realizing that if if someone's not meeting your standards, you do not have to settle for that. Yep. Don't and and pull a kiki if you have to. You you don't have to. Like I think they genuinely did break up, which makes me very sad for her because I feel like dealing with a breakup postpartum, I cannot cannot imagine that. And she seems like she was really happy and in love with him. So I really do hope that she's like doing okay. But realistically, if a man is willing to publicly embarrass you like that, it's not worth it. Because if he'll do it once, he will do it seven more times and do it worse. Mm. Um. So yeah, guys, let's go ahead and head into our why would you say that's because we haven't had any yeah. in a minute. Yeah. And, we'll, um, um, and we have our link tree um, in our Instagram. Please send in the calls from a request line and our anonymous text box. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I got it right this time. Finally, after six seasons um, or five seasons, please send in your questions and we will answer them for next episode. Um, but let me go on Twitter because what? Yeah, mom. We've had a lot. I mean, moms, we're really running. We're really running over time. So I think we do like maybe two each. Our our, our best maybe. contenders. Okay. Okay. Um, I can I can start off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I got a gig a good giggle out of this girl says, thinking about the times when my friends bring up that one time during my driver's head lesson, I was trying to back out, and instead of grabbing. <laughs> Instead of grabbing the seat to look behind me, I grabbed the instructor's neck. Imagine. <laughs> Bro, did he pass? Did she pass is the question. Because what? Like, I just think about how hard I'd be grabbing that passenger yeah. seat. <laughs> I, you know. Um, oh, you know what? On the topic of showers, um, Somebody said, you want to get rid of a man, stop washing your booty. Like, completely, just don't bathe no more. <laughs> Somebody said, sister, there has got to be another way. <laughs> got, like, that got to be plan Z. Like, we got to go through something else before we get to that. And the thing is, I sent that to Denaja, and sometimes, like, she don't, I, I don't be checking my tweets, and she don't be taking, checking her tweets. And so we had sent it back to back. And I was like, Denaja's going to get a kick out of this. And she did. Because any any clean, cleanliness-related tweet, I have to send to her. That's just what it is. Because Denaja's in Asia. Um, I'm trying to find my last one. Um, um, this one is, this guy says... I dated this blind girl till she broke up with me a few weeks ago. Guess who's back with a different voice? Girl, why I thought you say blonde? I'm like, what does that? Blind. Blind. <laughs> Helen Keller. I said, lock this man up because that's really messed up. Like, that's insane. That is actually insane. Um, okay. Uh, a girl texting her dad. Do you want cookies? No, the dad text her. Do you want cookies? We're going to go before we pick you up. Okay. Let me know what cookies you want. Okay. Two chocolate, two honey bun, one Oreo, one cookie butter, white chocolate chip. Your back going to be big. If my parent ever said that, I would immediately get body dysmorphia. Because why are you saying that? Just You ask me what cookies I want and I'm, a t- I'm telling you the cookies I want. Get me them cookies. Frick. It's the end of the summer anyway. It don't matter. 
It really don't. Okay, moms. Okay, this is. I know. I I literally am going three, but I had to do this one. This okay. summer, this this girl said, "This summer so dry, I could have kept my baby." I saw that. Why are you putting that on digital footprint? Like I, that's one of the neighbors' favorite favorite things to say, but really the digital footprint. Why would you say that? Like, if they look up your name, it's going to be LinkedIn and then that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, <laughs> no. Every time I post, I'm like, would I be okay with my manager seeing this? And me and my manager are cool. I'm like, absolutely. So I, I need everybody to start thinking that. Would I be okay with my manager seeing That one really got me. Kept my baby? R.I.P., man. I don't know. <laughs> you know, get on Eventbrite and see if there was a day party? Like, I... There's gotta, didn't nobody put nothing on the grill all summer? A book club, even? A lake? A hot link? A tire swing? Like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, we're getting to Lulu. We're getting to Lulu. Literally, literally. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you. If you you actually stayed, because I know that RBT was like long, I was like, when is they going to get into the topic? I know. I just know a few girlies fast forwarded, and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. We love you anyway. I mean, realistically, as long as you subscribe to our YouTube channel right now, and you in the group me, I don't care. <laughs> I just, and follow on Instagram. We will, we are literally content with that. I'm all right. Yeah. Um, but we love y'all. Welcome to season six. And we will see y'all for the next nine episodes. <laughs> You're in for a treat. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.